Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hey, yes, it's Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette, because I love clouds and looking up with my 290th episode of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are, Sky Astrology. And everything, as you know, has changed, and so has my podcast. And it is mainly because I now have an audio calendar where I tell you monthly where the heavenly bodies are and especially the moon when it is moving from one constellation to the next. Also, I am investigating a lot of dates like I did with my Instagram post two years ago where I would find two uh, public personalities or artists or mathematicians or people in the public eye and if they had the same birth date I would compare where the heavenly bodies the planets were when they were born and I found some amazing similarities and this was just kind of part of my research of what I call Sky Astrology. And Sky Astrology is something that I can say I'm the founder of. And it came after I had a total breakdown of Western astrology. (laughs) So I want to explain this. This is like an introduction, reintroduction to people who don't know what I've been doing and why I'm so passionate about the stars. And it's much easier to listen to the audio than to make a video or even to write a email letter. So this is my audio introduction of who I am and who I am, what I'm doing and why. And if you're interested to know more, of course, you can contact me. Back to the story of since I was 19, I had an astrologer. I got it for my birthday from my mommy, whose birthday was yesterday on the 18th of March, same day as Edward Casey's birthday. And she gave me this astrology reading, and she's a well-known astrologer, RIP. She's no longer with us. She was a psychologist as well. Now, she, of course, told me I was a Scorpio at the time, but I had five planets in Sagittarius. And so I never personally really felt with like a Scorpio once I was learning about sky stro- about astrology. I carried around the ephemeris, which is like just a book of numbers, and were supposedly telling me where exactly the planets were. And so I believe that because I, at a, such a young age, was always aware of a possible influence of something that is not of the man-made everyday earth plane but that was you know kind of higher or different or you know heavenly (laughs) you could say I have a different perspective on life and one of the reasons I'm called Claudette (laughs) as a nickname okay 
another reason is because I wrote the book about clouds or the book was written or you know they channeled or the clouds wrote the story they showed the story to me and I took notes and made a children's book out of it that's how I like to say it because yeah it was so inspirational and it's called so sorry I'm tardy if you are interested so that's enough of tangents Claudette I should probably I was gonna do uh, a reading of my own chart publicly but (laughs) that would be too much so back to the story is that there was some point, I forget, was it around the time people were talking about the 13th sign? Or I started doing research, it was around this cloud time, somewhere around the line, I discovered that the astrology that I was following, the book I was using, was not valid, and that ma- that astrology wasn't mathematical. And I really was upset. And then I decided to kind of just leave astrology to the side and I you know was just devastated I was in a relationship at the time and took me to the highlands of Scotland to a biodynamic area and they reintroduced um, the fact that the moon has been uh, charted and available to people who want to know where it actually is and that was in the farmer's almanac and that this was mainly for farmers to know and that that had been done since the late 1800s so I was like well why did this crazy book this ephemeris did not take notice of where the moon actually was which we need and especially this place where I was in Scotland for tides and um for you know, when the farmers would harvest and sow the crops. So I, and you know, researched what that actually meant. And now I've also taken some courses of Rudolf Steiner, who is actually the founder of this biodynamic farming and working with the heavenly bodies, depending on where in the sky they are and how that affects the um the our earth of course and then consequently the plant life here and then my mother got sick well she got dementia and I was just you know when and also my partner died so I was kind of thinking what is this life about I started asking you know what's life and ran into Dolores Cannon and found inspiration with um Alan Watts as you do and I decided I should, you know, look and look into astrology again. And at the same time, when my mother got sick, I had to take care of her. So eventually I moved her to London. And then eventually we spent time in Egypt. And boom, boom, got a boom, boom. That is where I discovered stargazing on a big scale. Because I was in the middle of nowhere and the sky was huge. And I could see the constellations. Like imagine seeing actually the scorpion constellation in in its fullest in the sky in front of you. Like you could reach it with your hands. It was amazing. And also just the daily um, reality of seeing the sun and the moon moving through the sky and... I remember one day I was sitting on the bank of the Red Sea 
which was 10 minutes away from our flat. And as I watched the moon rise and then the constellation of Orion go slowly across the sky, I could see that because it happens quite quickly. I was like, this should not be ignored. This is not what I thought were was true. So, you know, if I, like I said, if I saw the moon rise and then I saw Orion, that means that the moon was rising before Orion. That would mean that the moon was in Taurus, okay? And, but then uh, astrology book or astrology meme or anything else, Western astrology or even sometimes Vedic, depending on what time of the month it was, would say that it's in another constellation or they say oh it's not constellation it's sign but astrology is the study of stars so originally it's about stars originally it's about constellations period so as I started to open my consciousness and my thought patterns up to believing what I saw in the sky and did real stargazing which you can do and learn well, other stars as well did my research. I was more or less convinced that this had some validity in it. But I wasn't confident enough to share the information to people. Like, this is 100% true. No way. After believing something for a good 30 years and then find out it's not true, I was going to be cautious the next time. Well, this time around, I was cautious. I kept doing the math, which was created by a physicist, to use the NASA information to make a, what I call now, sky chart, a natal chart, pinpointing where the heavenly bodies were at a particular time and place on Earth. And the view that that point would have of where the heavenly bodies were in relationship to a astrology chart where you have the houses of 12 and this included the 13th NASA um, acknowledged sign of a focus okay to make a long story short last year I was doing some research I came upon right really hard times I have to say because I was like a kind of mad hatter scientist or somebody says I can't call myself a scientist but I was a mad hatter ex researcher explorer and I spent most of my time like running numbers exploring researching all the time think you know figuring dreaming of how I was going to make this work for me or you know what I was going to do and I was still doing this one hat for charity and that was my passion it's just my whole mindset changes that making decisions out of love and taking care of my mother I wasn't so focused on making money and that sometimes is not a good thing of course because that's the old paradigm about making that moolah ha 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 well the second part is going to talk about how this paradigm is no longer valid is it and we need the new we are in the new paradigm shifting into it on this spring equinox hello oh there's somebody says somebody says can i get a hello that's somebody else that's not me i'm not stealing it anyway let me continue that's just with a little entertainment 
there. So back to the story. The story was that for um on my 30th birthday, like I go track back, on my 30th birthday I received a book about hats. And in that book I found that there was something called chapographie and I never heard of chapographie before even though my business name was Chapeau Claudette for two years previously. And so I was like, what's that? Why is that? Ooh, who is that? And found out it was from a name, a guy in France called Tabaron. And Tabaron, he, and they said in the book, which was wrong in the 1700s, but actually was in the 1600s, would perform a theater, street theater act with his hat changing a collar, which like the brim of a hat into numerous shapes so that he could be different characters in this skit and that was well known in in France and he actually was uh Voltaire was uh spoke you know kindly of him and was inspired by him or whatever in any event he um that kind of died with him and then it was re kind of discovered again by somebody called Paul. I can't remember. But then it was put in theaters for the intermission where somebody would come and perform chapography as a little skit to play different things. And they remember that, you know, that was the, the hat story. Anyway, when I was seeing this there, I went to the library in Berlin where I was living at the time and researched looking for Tabaron's name in the books and I found it in a French encyclopedia very conveniently found a professional translator who was literally in the same aisle I was and found out that this man's Tabaron's real name was Jean Solomon and that he had these skits and these outlandish stories and Tabaronique in French means outlandish is was coined the phrase the name outlandish because his stories were so crazy and his skits were so crazy but my born name is outland and they were like oh no and then again we were reading and the most famous piece that Tabaron made was the love between himself Tabaron and Isabel and that's when the penny dropped because one of my first hats and the hat that I have patented on in three countries was called Isabel. And it was only called Isabel because a fellow medical student of my husband at the time tried the hat on. It looked gorgeous on her and I would always name the hat after the person that it looked gorgeous on. And this happened over 30 years ago. But at the time, it was 1992, I had made the hat like seven or four, seven years prior to when I found this book. Uh, this hat was made before my son, so it was like 30 years. My son's 30 years old, so it was made like in 85, 86. Yeah. And so I went on this kind of, you know, investigation. And in Paris, I got the original book from a woman who found the story fascinating her name was Isabel too wow you know it was all these coincidences but I didn't believe in mm-mm, reincarnation I thought mm. I just didn't believe in it and after you know I was like thinking running around with my ephemera saying it's all mathematical little did I know 
so jump back i had to give you that background information to let you know that um so then like i said i was struggling financially and my friend was like you know what about the hats you know uh, i was like you know she wasn't really keen about my astrology my sky astrology and she said what about the hats she did all this research for me i love her to bits and she's like you you know your hats are great and what about this isabel and what about this and this and this so i did a pitch deck for my sky astrology because i really feel it's valid when i was doing it every day and i've been doing my podcast for three years and this happened to me in i guess august it was august and so i said okay let me research isabel again because actually i couldn't I thought Isabel was just a, it was always like she was a character of Tabaron, and I never researched it. But I think in between, I had researched any name that associated, I had at one point researched Solomon, and I have found out that there was a woman named Charlotte Solomon who lived in the same street that I lived in, in Wienanstrasse. That was another like, oh, that's a coincidence, right? Anyway, so I decided that I need to go back and research Isabel because when I was researching it 30 years ago, there was not that many um, entries on Google. I mean, let alone if there was a Google at the time. Like I said, the first time I ran into it after having the book for my 30th birthday, which was in 93, I had to go to the library, right? <laughs> so I couldn't just Google it. So anyway jump to 2019 where actually I could put in Isabel and what I did differently because I had did it a few times Tabarana Isabel but I think I never had just put in Isabel and I had heard when I had been expressing this story because it didn't all didn't really make sense there were some things that were like some loose ends and somebody had told me once yeah but you know that sounds very Italian then French and then if I would put Italian in it I would come up with comedy des arts and this kind of outlandish um, little skits were more Italian than French and so on this day August the 29th at 1750 I put in Isabel and Italian in Google and pictures I think in images and up came a woman's face who looked like mine and I freaked out and I was like I didn't freak I said oh that's a coincidence but I took a screenshot and this is the beauty because the time I had when I first saw this face okay so to make a long story short I was like oh my god that's amazing and I was working I was like I need to research this more but I was working with my sky astrology because that's my passion and I thought, gosh, I think, let me check where some planets are now. Because I think I was coming into a major conjunction. And so I went and I put, I looked at the date and I was like, oh, that is near. And I, then I put in August 29th. And this was just like maybe the day after or, I don't know, September, early September, I don't remember. But I put in the date of the screenshot. And Lord and behold, there was an exact conjunction of a very sensitive point in my sky that is totally mathematical and it was that point that I felt two three hundred percent confident that I could use this sky astrology to give consultations that you know it wasn't a maybe it wasn't a fluke this was real this was mathematical and I was ready to go 
And it gave me really that confidence to even start giving, you know, offering it for free, just starting my journey. And here I am, March 2020, and I have given consultations for more than 10 people and all of them felt it being extremely life-changing and a handful of them are you know get consultations from me by the calendar have have been students of mine and I just had also a free discovery call which is the, one of the reasons why I'm talking so much because I want to offer you one because the time is now you know to wake up to the true energies of the universe and yeah I've I'm making I'm changing people's lives and it's so rewarding and I love hats I do dot com but I am ready to shift and it's a good thing that I was focusing I was actually giving myself some of my own astronomical astrological advice to stick with one thing because I kind of can go all over the place but I thought no you need to stick with the sky astrology because even when you try to do what your friend said and research Isabel it brought you back to sky astrology right so that's where I've been and now with this whole change of life with the coronavirus and everything changing in our paradigm I was doing some research about why and why it's called corona my studies that you can see or research that you can see on Instagram feed or post or YouTube or the podcast, for example, you will see that the names are connected. Names are spellings. They have vibrations, they have frequencies, so do numbers. And so is this all interconnected. And that's what's so amazing. And so I knew that I wanted to, I always, I kind of like since doing this research for a while now, I've been starting with the etymology of words and looking where the words come from and this and that. When I put my course together, I did that as well. So I was looking where Corona comes from. And I won't explain that all because I did a whole podcast on it, which I should link in the description about how the corona of the sun our last solar eclipse on December 26 2019 is connected to the coronavirus and the times that we have now and it blew me away it blew me away and it reminded me I was connected to the corona with the building of the african-american museum in 2016 i participated in a nationwide opening celebration for that and that building is based on the corona crown shape on the caridid caridid and yeah that's just all flowing and it's all mathematical because the crown chakra is the seventh chakra and the mathematical calculation that I use are where the heavenly where the sun and the moon were and a couple of other positions were all at seven degrees and this confirms the mathematical connection to these 
uh, sky astrology and how this is calculated. So that was another eye opener, another big aha moment. And I just had another one. I cannot believe it. And I think, I don't know, did I say this? Yeah. So this today on the spring equinox, say happy spring equinox in the middle of Corona madness, lockdown and all these crazy things, something amazing happened. I can't believe it. And it's so simple. I'll be right back and I'll tell you what it is. Hey, I'm back. That was a long first bit of information. I must admit, I'll try to pull it together and tidy it up. So what amazing happened on this spring equinox is that, quite simply, I was looking for the lyrics of the word of the song Age of Aquarius for a video that I made for this free discovery call because of all the amazing coincidence well not coincidence anymore the synchronicity and the mathematical repetition of the number seven and also today I discovered because I'm not religious I don't know but something about the seventh trump trumpet being sound so seven is really an a high vibrational number and a possibility for us to really move in a positive and you know mind expanding spiritual way of awakening to the paradigm that we had and a new paradigm that we need to recognize that we can co-create because you don't want the paradigm to be full control and nothing ever changes after this lockdown right you want you know life wasn't all that great before for everybody and this is what you what the nine the seventh chakra wants you to acknowledge is that and ubuntu which changed my life is that it's not enough for a few people to be happy and here we are with the corona times <laughs> where it is the word is giving us a hint to the association of crown which what corona means but also crown chakra and i want to read just a little bit from what uh, the sanskrit ideas behind the chakra the crown chakra and tantric philosophy but like i said i'll put the link to the episode where I read for all the information about the crown chakra and how I connected the dots. And what is what I appreciated from this segment is, quote, the way of the crown chakra is the way of going beyond the limits of your own ego. It is the way of transcending the ego. And knowing that all of creation is interconnected at a fundamental level. Another thing they talk about is that from the bottom to the top. You know, from the grounding from the first chakra to the last chakra to the top to the seventh. And it's the earth and the universe. And that's what happens when there's a corona around the sun at the solar eclipse. That energy, that 
the stronger than the sun normal energy that comes from the corona extends far out into the galaxy and also to us here on earth and it is an electromagnetic energy and that is what happened on the day that they named this this the seventh strand of the coronavirus so like i said you can go to the um other episode and find out about that but what this special thing that happened when i was doing the videos yeah i remember was doing my video and getting the words for the age of aquarius why was i doing it because i recently found a version that i had written about the age of aquarius now the reason i'm looking at old papers is because actually um in the same week gotta bring this in because this is not random in the same week oh gosh when was it oh maybe october that i was asked to do a performance similar to isabel who used to do performances pretending to be an astrologer in the week there was an opening of charlotte solomon's artwork in the jewish museum and I didn't tell you that missing link, but there's some information I can link as well to a whole medium with pictures article that I wrote. And I think I even did an audio version of it where I tell you how I'm connected to Charlotte Solomon. And I found the connection by following Jean Solomon's last name to Charlotte Solomon and how I'm so connected with her to the point where I'm sure we share something I don't you know I'm even cagey about saying that because I don't know we don't know anything really but it's my soul's journeys connected with hers in a really extreme big way I don't even know if I share the details anyway but you can always contact me and find out the nitty-gritty okay so let's get back to why I had this is because in that also in that week a Greek um music distributor contacted me and said we heard your song fashion that I did in 91 and and pass off that I did about the reunification of Germany and you know foreigners in asylum seekers whatever um, being in that country that they want to re-release that LP and that they're serious about it. and they paid me some money <laughs> and he's been doing this he's been you know re-releasing vintage uh, records and my record is vintage and they didn't even want to remix it it's really quite funny I mean, there's been some technical difficulties and so I think hopefully between three to six months it will be released but yeah and so he's like oh do you have any other um, songs from that period so when I was finding songs I was looking oh look this is from this period oh I found the demo tape so this is why I found this version of the age of Aquarius that I had faxed as a timestamp or to maybe to somebody or sometimes, I don't know, we used to use fax machines as copying machines if you had one that gave you real paper, a copy out. Anyway, so that was February 13th um, at 4.13 in the morning for some unsaken reason. So yeah, and this one talked about, I one of the um, the lyrics... The phrases or stanzas or whatever you call it calls. Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind of no, it's the chorus. It's the chorus, actually. I, I don't know. So the chorus goes, 
Welcome to the age of Aquarius, where feelings are measured in Celsius and we react to what they are telling us. Now that connects to my whole kind of rabbit hole search with the corona and also connecting it to the number zero and also my research in when people have heavenly bodies that are at zero degrees how powerful that point in their sky chart is and it also connects to the chakra here it is i will read it a level Oh, is it the fundamental level that I had just ended? A level that some call the Akasha or zero point field or just the field. This is the fundamental level level of connection. It's like you've heard of the Akashian records, right? I don't even understand that. But zero is means beautiful in in um in Egyptian in old demotic it's called and it's just the level field before they would build above and below because you know the pyramids they built below as well and they built above and so they use that and it's called nerf in fr and actually nefertiti who wears this huge crown her name is mean here comes the beautiful one the son the, the wife of the sun and here she comes she's beautiful and that's why you have the in fr in that in her name Nefertiti so yeah it all came full circle really crazy but back to the video I was just looking for the tips with and because I thought oh I'm going to do a little um I'm going to do an Instagram live or I'm going to do something but when I found that oh yeah I was doing because I know there's a conjunction coming up on the solar in the spring equinox which is at New York City time first, 11.49 p.m. on to 19th of March, today, okay? For the UK, it's on the 20th of the 2020 at 3.49 in the morning, okay? So, I was looking at where the heavenly bodies were at that time of this um equinox and i saw that mars and jupiter were at the same exact degree 26 and i know a lot of people um uh, doing research i know is a significant conjunction but i was then looking when i looked at the lyrics of the age the original not my lyrics the original age of Aquarius and I did some research about the the two lyrics and the musician that I found first of all the two lyrics were lovers <laughs> and married lovers or somehow one was married um and the, and the other thing I noticed is that the Mars and Jupiter they talk about the Mars and Jupiter conjunction. And I had already noticed that when it says when the moon is in the seventh house. So again, the number seven. And that's when I thought this is too much. So I'm going to end with just 
giving you a taste of how my record sounds like what I do because I can't sing I just talked so I'm just going to talk you through the versions of the age of Aquarius and then I'm going to end with my version well no should I end with my version of because I've added to it but yeah oh why not I'll end with my original version from 1992 of age of Aquarius and I'm wishing you and yours a positive and really intergalactical I know it sounds weird but listen to science because those energy electromagnetic sun energy waves went all the way out to the galaxy so we might as well call it what it is uh in these times and please if you want to book a discovery call let me tell you what you're going to find out I won't have to you can say I listen to your podcast so I won't tell you my story so to prevent this introduction to sky astrology and a catch-up to where I am in this part of my journey and to get to the point let's me share with you where the heavenly bodies will be on the spring equinox New York City time at 2349 and UK time at 3.49 in the morning on the 20th, 20th. I think I, I said that before, but now I'm going to give you the, the whole dates. I told you that the Sun and the, the Mars and Jupiter were going to be at 26 degrees. And I said that the lyrics of Age of Aquarius is has a hint to that that I didn't recognize and I think I went into the sevens because that was the sevens that led me to the um the connection between the disease uh the virus and the sun's energy corona and the number sevens in the crown chakra which I read from and so before I sing and go through these amazing texts of Age of Aquarius, I will just run through for my uh, listeners who are used to me telling them mathematically where the heavenly bodies are. So at those times I just mentioned there will be (laughs) um, the constellation of Libra rising. 18 degrees of Libra rising. Then we have K2, which if you don't know, that is the south node, which if you don't know, is connected to uh, karma, past karma. And it is called also south node. And it is a real mathematical uh, calculation between the sun and the moon's path in our skies. Then, of course, and that is in Sagittarius, sorry, seven degrees and 59 arch minutes of Sagittarius, one arch minute away from eight degrees, there are 60 arch minutes in a degree. Then we have the Mars at 26 degrees and four arch minutes of Sagittarius, together with Jupiter at 26 degrees and 14 arch minutes. So they are just seconds away from each other. You could equate that to seconds like 60 seconds in a minute. 
Then we have Pluto, which is still there. It's at 28 degrees, which Jupiter will also be coming into contact to, in contact to eventually. And that is 28 degrees of Sagittarius in eight arch minutes. Last but definitely not least, astronomically, Jupiter, I mean Saturn, sorry, Saturn is at the end of Sagittarius, but at a master number 33 degrees and 19 arch minutes. At that time, now this is important, mathematically calculated, our moon is at 13 degrees and 36 arch minutes of Capricorn. But when you look up at the sky, and you can with the sky location app, you will see actually this is the shared point of Capricorn and Aquarius. And it's quite poignant because it really is a share point. And there is the star Albaldi that is only 200 light years away, about 200 light years away. So it is impactful. And it is a star that has been observed for centuries. And that's why we are still using, we're still in this age of Aquarius. And it starts around 13 degrees, which is also a very special number, of Capricorn. Then we have, of course, our Mercury that's like, you know, getting back to its groove of going forward and quite fast. It is at 4 degrees and 49 arch minutes. Then we have Neptune is at 21 degrees and three arch minutes of Aquarius. Now we're in the space where also we are acknowledging Satus, which is parallel to Pisces. And really this position today is closer, well, I would say in the middle, but you can, I don't want to ignore the energies of Satus. I think I mentioned it, but it is the sea dragon, which is, has a tail. And then we have Chiron, which is 13 degrees of Pisces and six arch minutes. So you say the sun is in Pisces, but also has this energy of the sea dragon. So it's a really, I guess, you know, a very buoyant Pisces and a protective one because Satos has a lot to do with protection. Then we have the North Node, which is the kind of what they call, not the karma that you have, but the karma that you're making. Actually, karma means action. So it's the actions you should make in this incarnation, in this soul's journey here. And that is what it stands for when you see it in your sky. And it's the upright horseshoe. And it is at four degrees of Gemini and five arch minutes. And that is where the heavenly bodies are for this wonderful spring equinox where we want to spring into the age of Aquarius. And you know why I say that? Why I say age of Aquarius? And I'll tell you now. Because, pardon, the song goes like this. When the moon is in the seventh house, and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planets, and love will steer the stars. This is the dawning 
of the age of Aquarius, age of Aquarius, 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 dun, dun, dun. I'm singing like, you know, I do on my record, harmony and understanding, sympathy and trust abounding, no more falsehoods or derisions, golden living dreams of visions, mystical crystal revelations and the mind's true liberation Aquarius Aquarius I want to say that again harmony and understanding sympathy and trust abounding no more falsehoods or derisions golden living dreams of visions mystic crystal Revelation and the mind's true liberation. Aquarius, Aquarius. When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars at the spring equinox, then peace will guide the planets and love will steer the stars. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. Aquarius. Aqua, aqua. You see, Aquarius. Dun, 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 dun. And there it goes. Let the sun shine in Corona. <laughs> Let the sun shine in the sun shine in. Oh, I'm so grateful for that song. Written in 1969 and sung by the fifth dimensions, right? So my version, I won't sing it because there is a version of me singing it somewhere. I don't know. You have to find it. <laughs> But this is the text that I was written on the 13th of February, 1992. And it goes, Once you thought everything was important, everything had to be discussed with your accountant. It's the U.S. in us, the aqua are in us, the power within us. At each moment in time, there are new cycles being born. Welcome to the age of Aquarius, where feelings are measured in Celsius and we react to what they are telling us. And then mine goes, let the sun shine in, let the sun shine in. Take it, embrace it, let your feelings decide, let them multiply. Never ask yourself about your feelings Never need to rely on their meanings. Only believing what you were seeing. Man-made for man-made feelings and dealings. It's all concealing. Welcome to the age of Aquarius. Where feelings are measured in Celsius. And we listen to what they are telling us. 
You should be asking what's wrong with us, but there's nothing to discuss. Try starting with your fourth house cusp. <laughs> That's a reference to fourth house cusp about your beginnings, I guess. But you know, this is really when I was really into astrology and everything. But yeah, that is the the song, and then I did sing it somewhere, and I updated it with the zero degree knowledge, which was really cool. And yeah, that is all for today. Before the official lockdown that might happen in London. And I just want to reach out to you and yours. To smile in the face of this uh, challenge. To remind us where our true energy lies. And to know that when you move and reside in the vibration and the conscious intent of love, that that is higher than that of fear. So when you care and keep in the love vibration, you will, of course, have the best possible case scenario happen. And I truly believe that. So, that's all, folks. One last thing. If you have any questions, go to skyastrology.com. Click on book. I said book consultation or book a, a discovery call. It's free. And I would love to explain this more and see if I can start you on the basics that you need, I feel, my personal opinion, you need to be in tune with this new paradigm because classic astrology is part of the old paradigm. Really it is. And it tells you different energies. It does not tell you where the astronomical and mathematical energies were when you were born, where they were in the sky above your birth place and time. Okay? I hope that explains Sky Astrology all you. And I hope I get a couple of calls to uh, start you on your way of discovery about Sky Astrology. Take care of yourselves. Lots of love from me, Cloudette. Thank you for listening all this time. <laughs> Bye.